Stu does America, the state of the race. Welcome to the state of the race. It is January 15th, 2024. We are 295 days away from the general election, eight days until the New Hampshire primary, and zero days until the Iowa caucus. That's right. It's today. If you're in Iowa, brave the temperatures, go out and vote, and try to avoid freezing your giblets off. Coming up on today's episode, Iowa, 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 and then more Iowa. We have Ron DeSantis's closing argument, Donald Trump getting a positive story from the New York Times, and Vivek Ramaswamy is apparently not MAGA. I repeat, Vivek Ramaswamy is not MAGA. Okay, we'll get to that here in just a second. Our key metrics today, we're going to be focusing in a little bit on the big Iowa poll that came out this weekend from the Des Moines Register. So let's look at a couple of other last minute polls. I'll just give you the top lines on these. Emerson College had a poll that came out over the weekend, had Donald Trump at 57%, Nikki Haley at 21%, Ron DeSantis at 15%, Vivek Ramaswamy at 5%, and Asa Hutchinson rocketing to 2%. Insider Advantage also released a poll over the weekend. Donald Trump, 51. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley both tied at 17%. Vivek Ramaswamy at 7 And Asa Hutchinson in this poll, a big fat zilch. Again, we'll have more on the other big Iowa poll here in the focus segment coming up in just a second. But first, our candidate updates. We start with Donald Trump, who's leading the field, had a big event. Uh, several big events in Iowa over the weekend. Uh, he had an interesting story from the New York Times that was pretty positive. It was entitled, How College-Educated Republicans Learned to Love Trump Again. And to give you the long story short, it's this. The shift in Republican support for Mr. Trump can be pinpointed almost to the moment last year, when on March 30th, 2023, a Manhattan grand jury indicted him for his role in paying hush money to a porn star, making him the nation's first former president to face criminal charges. At the time, Mr. Trump's primary bid had support from less than half of voters in most polls, an ominous position for where he'd been hovering for months. But just four days after the Manhattan indictment, Mr. Trump eclipsed the 50% mark and has trended upward ever since. Again, if this was an attempt to sink Trump's primary chances... It has miserably failed. If there was something else going on here, maybe it worked pretty well. Ron DeSantis made his closing argument in Iowa over the weekend, and it came down to this. DeSantis accused the former president of failing to deliver on his signature 2016 and 2020 promises, such as building a wall along America's southern border. He also accused Trump of being distracted by his four sets of criminal charges, investigations into the Capitol riot January 6th, and other legal challenges. He said, quote, I think that ends up focusing the election on things that are going to be advantageous for Democrats, because you're not going to be talking about the border. You're not going to be talking about the economy. You're going to be talking about all these things to make the election a referendum on Donald Trump, said Ron DeSantis. Will that be enough? We will see. Vivek Ramaswamy is in a little bit of turmoil uh, over the past couple of days. Why? Because what he said, one of the greatest presidents in generations, Donald Trump has, for the first time, attacked him on social media. Trump said, in part, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations, etc., Trump wrote on Truth Social. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support 
in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Trump said voters should not be duped by Ramaswamy, saying the entrepreneur is not MAGA. Don't waste your vote, he wrote. Now, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy did respond to this. He said, yes, I saw President Trump's Truth Social post. It's an unfortunate move by his campaign advisors. I don't know why he thinks his campaign advisors are the ones messaging on Truth Social for Donald Trump. Certainly sounds like his voice. Uh, But he said uh, he didn't think that was helpful. Donald Trump was the greatest president in the 21st century. And I'm not going to criticize him in response to this late attack. So there you go. That's a picture of what's going on on the campaign trail. Let's go over to today's focus and the big focus of the day as we are about to have votes that are cast later on tonight. We look at the gold standard poll for Iowa from the Des Moines Register. And it is now also co-sponsored by, I don't know, NBC News and about 15 other ventures because polling is pretty expensive these days. But this is what we got from the poll. This is the one we were waiting for. And it is Donald Trump at 48%. Nikki Haley at 20% in second. Ron DeSantis at 16% in third. Vivek Ramaswamy at 8% in fourth. Asa Hutchinson at 1%. And they've not mentioned him, I don't believe, on the podcast yet. But Ryan Binkley showing up at 1% as well. He's been running this entire time. You may not have heard his name. Um, It's interesting, though, if you look at this, you get a couple things. Number one, there's been, after a real break in any decent polling from Iowa, we've had several polls since the new year kind of kicked off. And what we've seen is a pretty consistent picture in poll after poll after poll that Donald Trump is winning this race by a couple dozen percent at the least. This is not as far as polling goes, a particularly competitive race when it comes to first place. That's number one. Number two is there is a big battle for second place, but multiple polls have shown that Nikki Haley seems to have a slight edge. Now, that's the polling front line for you. That's the top of the line picture for you. And that is what several polls have said recently, either a tie or a slight lead for Haley for second place. And and the, the stakes are pretty clear here. If you stop and think about this for a second, Nikki Haley finishing second is a big win for her. She's been nowhere near second place most of this race. Ron DeSantis has either been close to Trump or at least a comfortable second this entire time. If he finishes third, it is devastating for his campaign. So what will happen tonight? Well, of course, we don't know yet. We'll go over that tomorrow on State of the Race. But there's a couple interesting things when you look behind the top line that might show some weakness for Nikki Haley as a second-place candidate. Now, when you talk about enthusiasm, you want to have a lot of it, especially when you're talking about temperatures and wind chills that start with a minus. It's going to be super cold. We're just getting over a big snowstorm. There are some reports that people couldn't get out to events because they were snowplowed into their driveway in Iowa. And you want a lot of enthusiasm out of these voters. Who's getting the enthusiasm? Well, not a huge surprise. Donald Trump, uh, as a first-choice candidate, uh, about, let's see, 70, 88% of Trump voters who said he's their first choice are either extremely enthusiastic or very enthusiastic. Ron DeSantis is second on, on that charge, with 62% saying they're either extremely enthusiastic or very enthusiastic. The numbers for Nikki Haley are disturbing, if you're a Haley supporter, 9% said she, they were extremely enthusiastic. Only 30% said very enthusiastic. 
That's far behind the other major candidates. Only 39% said extremely or very enthusiastic. Uh, the person who took this poll, Jan Seltzer, she is uh, very famous in the nerd polling community for her very by-the-books approach. She says her enthusiasm numbers, talking about Haley, are on the edge of jaw-dropping. That 61% are either only mildly enthusiastic or not enthusiastic. It just seems at odds with a candidate moving up. Haley is viewed favorably by 48% of likely Republican caucus-goers. That's a bad number for someone who's supposedly rising. Uh, it's down from 59% in December, so from 59 to 48 in only one month. She's viewed unfavorably by 46%. That's up from 31% just a month ago. Not a great number. But yet, she's in second place by a few points in this poll. And once again, we're seeing the same type of strength from Nikki Haley voters that are coming not from Republican primary voters that you'd expect to be strong in other states, but instead from independents and Democrats. While 78% of Trump and DeSantis voters are coming from the Republican voting base, only 49%, less than half of the Nikki Haley voters are coming from that base. 39% are independent and 11% are Democrats, but yet planning to vote in the caucuses on the Republican side. Again, this may help her in certain states, but it's going to be really hard to be consistent going forward. Now, while Haley has surpassed DeSantis in this poll, Selzer said, quote, most of the rest of the data here is not good news. The deep data on Haley suggests she looks stronger in the poll than she could on caucus night. Well, we're here. It's caucus day going into caucus night. We don't have to make predictions anymore. We don't have to look at polls anymore. It's time to look at votes. And we'll look at those tonight. And we'll be back with you, of course, on tomorrow's State of the Race. And we'll get ready for a very short turnaround to New Hampshire. This has been State of the Race. Check out Stu Does America for more tonight. Thanks for listening.